This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast officially brought to you by Connor Stallion's vacuum repair business. Stallion's Vacuum Repair, the only vacuum repair business that almost totally guarantees the guy fixing the vacuums doesn't also fuck them. Release the manifesto, and I'm Joe Public. Uh, here with week 11 of a, a sure, sure zany and oddly wide open college football season. Uh, it appears that uh, our pickers are, are sorge warmed up. Rain Man in particular, I will give you credit. Rayman's kind of locked. We'll touch on the other one later, but Rayman is going to give us our big rubber. Rayman, why do we call it the big rubber? Because it's a marquee star. They plea from afar, become a bourgeoisie, and smoke a cigar. Does anyone else know where I'm going with this? We are. We are. Penn State plus four and a half against Michigan. (laughs) You idiot. You fool. How dare you? And wouldn't you believe it? I believe it's the third time this season we have opposing rubbers. Good. Oh, Capper. and I'm 2-0 in them, by the way. Capper, what's your big God rubber? Tonight. Michigan minus four and a half. It's a free <laughs> They're track. taking it's the other side. It's a world tour. God, this is amazing. Of course you did. You and every the other, other mouth breather. Okay, fine. The game of the week. Please, please, Rain Man, call other people mouth breathers more. You're right. When I'm 23 and 15, I'm allowed to. Okay. Okay. You can, I can do whatever dude, the fuck you, I want. Dude, you can make a fuck ton of money on sports gambling, and you're still going to be a mouth breather, my guy. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, listen, man. It's the real Coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that shit. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is Bang Your Bookies Wife. You can follow us on Instagram at Bang Your Bookies Wife, but we didn't post anything last week, I don't think. But we're we gonna do it. it. We like we'll meme in spurts. What do you mean, will? We we meme in spurts. I I will make memes in spurts. What what memes have you made, buddy? You made a couple. I've made some. Don't do that. Rayman Rayman lost steam. Rayman lost steam on X immediately. Well, it was a I got caught week. buying followers again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> nasty little habit I have there. It, it, it's very funny how you got caught by X by followers, even though they fired all the people who were supposed to find out if you bought followers. I don't get it. Like so, don't blame me. Blame the. I think these ones were Turkish. Turkish. Blame the good people of Turkey. Can you just like buy some good old fashioned American followers, dude? What's wrong with you? Buy American. <laughs> oh, that's why they keep saying that, huh? <laughs> I think that's uh if you are a bot listening to this podcast, we'd love if you would follow our social media channels at Banger Bookie's Wife. If you're a human, I suppose that's fine too. Uh I feel like it's before fine. we get into the picks, we should uh we should talk about uh, Capper. You've been dog shit. What are your thoughts? Horrific. Um, it's. Have it's, you done any introspection throughout the course of the year as to why you're doing poorly? It's hard. Yeah. Well, I think 
oh gosh you do you look inward and you think i'm doing this i need to fix this and then you fix that and then something else is broken so then you go and you tweak that no it wasn't that it's something yeah, else that's just babble yeah, you didn't learn just... anything from last year's homework assignment um this has nothing i want to read with more maybe what what's the difference between me and you you put a lot more effort into this this year no this year i'm on the sure. fucking secret sauce brother this year for sure i'm this on the secret sauce the lion's mane that's um, all you need to do try it, it next week man it's a, i'll bring you some next weekend it's a fair criticism it, it hasn't been i'll bring you some next weekend we'll clear your mind for before next saturday it hasn't been not this saturday to good enough, fade capper this saturday you know, like it's it's sports betting and if you give up and then you're the actual loser not me i'm i'm Giving you losers, but I'm a winner because I keep going. Uh, you gotta shoot your way out of it. That's it. You just keep going. Yeah. You press I, forward. I, you you do the best you can, and um, you managed to you managed to say a lot of meaningless jargon, uh, man, just back you know, to back without even. Trying. I honestly think it's because Capper's getting dumber. I don't. Um, <laughs> God, I, I definitely am, but. <laughs> I, I, that's it. That's all you needed to, to say. But you couldn't even say that. To quote, uh, I am Coach it's true. JB. The real coach you're getting you, dumber. If you if you listen, which stop is, being a slapdick. It's a handful of people, but like if you listen, it, it's a very clear degradation of mental facilities upstairs. I yeah, I think this is actually the true yeah BYBW, which I think is it's fine. Tr- it's I true. Mean, like I say, won't. It's true. Legacy won't be the actual like sports picks. It's gonna be us gradually getting dementia by <laughs> week in podcast form. <laughs> I think I came to the realization last week that like, as bad as it's been, I trust. To me, it's like a, a trust level with the people who do listen. Like I trust the people that are listening that they know we're in a bad spot. You just fade, and if you're fading, you're doing better than Rainman. Dude, what about when, like, <laughs> what are we going to do when, like, Joe Rogan gets Alzheimer's? How is he going to do a podcast? Like, what if, I just what, thought, if he, what if he doesn't because all that shit works? Oh, man. That's Mindblown.gif. Yeah, we should buy the vitamins he sells. What are we doing? We should buy that butter coffee. It it but, might be time for some ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah, we should do that. Dude, we'll do a darkness retreat during the offseason. It might be time for a darkness for darkness retreat. Uh, just as a heads up, though, if we went on a darkness, it's just gonna be retreat, me in a cor- in a closet, though. It's not. I'm not actually like going. Camping. That's fine. If we went on a darkness retreat, it would be so tempting to just punch you guys in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like, especially just hours apart. Ah, <laughs> never see it coming. But I guess that's not what the point is. I never see it coming. Ha. Would, uh... You know, at least at least you can say you did it clean. You did it the right way. Even if you're losing, you did it the right way. We should do ayahuasca and record it. I bet. Who do you That'd think be a would, fun pod. Who do you think would have the mental break? <laughs> Rain Man would be the most interesting. I imagine you would. I right? would get. I would get into it. I think. Yeah, you'd probably have like a complete mental break and end up living. I'd in become a like Aaron Rodgers. No, no, you wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> See the whole football field. You're Let's, seeing it all. Uh, I think Capper would be completely unchanged. Because there's nothing to change. I think I'd be... Maybe he could like pick a fucking winner. <laughs> I think. Well, yeah, I think you keep fading right now. You keep fading. This is just like. 
<laughs> advice from somebody who's making the sausage here. You don't want to eat this sausage, but <laughs> what's in this sausage, buddy? What's what we got? <laughs> no what part of in this sausage. But right you never know. It could it could turn. It always turns. And then you're gonna want to eat that sausage. It turns. Then you start you start making uh, it right. Then we're all gonna want to eat Capper's sausage. That's enough just, on time <laughs> for an opening segment. Just pick your spots. You li- you listen. You you well, feel it speaks to you. On that note, I guess we can get to the picks that we supposedly stand by. Uh, <laughs> this I stand by this, him. Yeah, let's, but also fade. This is the weekly. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was a great segment. You <laughs> that. <laughs> Christ, Capper just talking about what a piece of shit he is. I think that was great. That was great. <laughs> you literally said so much nonsense back to back. You try to get better every day, and we're just what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel ten feet tall right now. So strong as an ox. All right, this is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. And we have a okay slate this week. I think it's good. It's, like a, it's fine. It's like yeah, a it's fine. Better than like last a, week. It's like a seven. Uh, but let's start with our dueling rubbers. Uh, Rayman, I'll let you make your case first on We Are Penn State at home. Of course, Michigan has all the bullshit surrounding them. Is that one of the considerations in this pick, or is this strictly football? No, the bullshit actually scares me because I do think like Michigan has been able now to find a way to put a chip on their shoulder. But alas, I still like Penn State here at home. Uh, If you actually dive into the numbers here, Jualar, we've been making fun of him for quite some time. But he has a pretty similar stat line and arguably better stat line than J.J. McCarthy. He's rocking a... Exactly. He's rocking a 20 to 1 ratio coming into this game. JJ, an 18 to 3 ratio. JJ McCarthy has a bit extra yards, but that one interception for Drew Lar, he is not turning the ball over. And I think that's going to be very important in a close game here. Michigan has not played a team yet. They have not played a defense like Penn State. And the first time that they're going to have to play a defense of Penn State's caliber, they're going to, have to do so on the road. They're, and that's why I think the line opened up at 2.5 and, and it's been bet up by on Michigan people people like Capper, Money all the way to people. four and a half, which is a couple of key numbers. But if Nobody's you dive into the actual numbers. statistics, Capper, you should be. Nobody's okay, Because Penn State, very quietly, very quietly, six in the nation in points for, third in the nation in points against. That's pretty damn good. They're averaging 40.2 points a game on offense, only giving up 11.9 on defense. Now, Michigan is better. Paul. They're fifth and first. Fifth and first at 40. Did you just say Paul? Paul. They ain't played nobody, I literally Paul. said, I was literally going to say Capper, but what have they not done? But what have they not done, Capper? Penn State ain't played better. nobody, Paul. They ain't played nobody, Paul. Penn State, 10, strength of schedule. Michigan, 53. Uh, Penn State kept the game extremely close on the road against Ohio State. Now they get it at home at Michigan. The only reason why Ohio State beat Penn State in that game is because they had the best player on the field. That was Marvin Harrison, Jr., who got 11 receptions for 162 yards. And whenever Ohio State looked off, looked lost on offense, they would just chuck it up to Marvin Harrison Jr., who'd make a play. Michigan does not have a Marvin Harrison Jr. There's no reason to think that this game will not be within three points. Got to take them here. Rup, 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 rup. We're barking money. The best thing they played is a soft, 
soft ass Penn State, Ohio State, soft team. West Virginia's not terrible. We'll we'll get to that West later. Iowa's not bad. Michigan hasn't even played <laughs> Iowa's in Iowa yet. Horrific. How dare you? I mean, you? they're bad. Fine. They're bad. <laughs> Their total they're bad. this weekend but is Michigan hasn't even played in Iowa. I wanted so badly to take as one of my four picks the under twenty eight in the Iowa game because it is one of the worst offenses in the history of college football. Yeah, that's gonna cash. Um, that's gonna cash. I, I don't fear Penn State. Um, I don't fear James Franklin. He's never won these games. Um, he got stomped. He doesn't need to. He got stomped last weekend, last year in the big house by Michigan, uh, a very similar Michigan team that is, frankly, just better, more efficient. Uh, Both these teams year, are better than last year. McCarthy at the helm. Um, I know Quorum hasn't done what he's done pre-injury last year, um, and Donovan Edwards hasn't done what he's done last year, but, like, they ran up and down the field on this Penn State defense last year, despite the fact that Penn State came in boasting all the same credentials that they've had this year. No, they in. were not as good in defense last they year. They were just they as good. They had a first-round corner in Joey Porter Jr. They had the dominant linebackers. They had a great pass rush. They got stomped out, completely suffocated by the Michigan offense. Um, I know Michigan hasn't played anybody. But, like, Drew Allar, they've simplified Paul. the game so much for him. He's doing one-read throws. He's very efficient. But, like, it's a Michigan defense that is going to throw everything at him um, that he has not seen yet. And, like, it's just a, a higher echelon team. And it's just a team that James Franklin doesn't beat. Like, this is the same thing we talk about with Ryan uh, with Notre Dame. Notre Dame loses these games all the time. It's the same thing we talk about with – those teams that like get close, 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 but like they just never get over the hump. Like this is Penn State. Like they don't win this game. Then they're not going to win it. No way. And Michigan and twenty four, Penn State twenty one. Add in the fact that like you have all of this narrative about the Connor Stallions, science stealing, Spygate, whatever you want to call it. You got all kinds of just nasty stuff in the Michigan athletic department and and the Michigan football program. But like. This is like a very big circle the calendar, round up everybody you got, and like, we're going to war. It's a fuck you game. Like, this is it. Like, you just show up and you just bash Penn State in. Like, you just destroy them. Like, that's it. And then if Jim, Jim Harbaugh's on the sideline or not, it doesn't even matter. Like, they're just going to go out there and stomp them out. I, He'll be on the sideline. I'm, my man, it's a tough one. I, from a football perspective, uh, Michigan's defensive line is elite. What we saw, even though Penn State has like a good offensive line, man, they got fucked around by Ohio State. Um, I do think there's something to Penn State, dude. There were some, there was some fuckery in that Ohio State game that, like the called back defensive touchdown and things like that, that definitely affected. The game, I think, in an interest yep, in like sure. a notable in a notable way. Yeah. Um. I don't like that this isn't a whiteout. I hate that it's a noon kickoff for Penn State rather than a night game. Uh, we love a whiteout. We love a we love a whiteout here. I don't know why it isn't because they got the big noon kickoff. I don't think I think it would God. be otherwise. Game of the uh, week. You're saying I mean, just the, the offensive I think efficiency, that, the def, like the defense has just dominated every single play, like team they've played. Like they, they, there's not much to the teams they've played. Like the schedule has been soft up to this point, but like 
Man, I don't know. Like that means they're I guess fresh. that means like there's something there's something <laughs> they're to, ready to like, go. Like, if you're talking about a principal play though, you have a very good Ohio State team at home that's gonna be looser. Michigan has the weight of the world on them. Literally their legal team put out a statement saying we're beating opponents by more points now than before. So that means what well, something. Uh, so I think pathetic. That, that so, was pathetic. I, mean, I think it, like, it's ridiculous. When you but, consider like, all the of kids, the... the kids, just like the kids will just show that they'll. So just I go. think you're right about the pressure to beat the shit out of them, but I also think like college. One of the reasons why college football is fun is because they're kids and like their heads get fucked it's with, given and Saturday, it's like no doubt. fickle. And you can say say whether it, and the truth is like they can respond with like a chip on their shoulder, or like. Shit, imagine being at Michigan the first half of this year. You felt like a fucking badass. Everyone says you're the best team in the country. And now suddenly you're like a villain and you're you're kind of like you have to be kind of embarrassed about it. I don't know. You think that might fuck with them somewhat? I don't know. I don't think so. From a college kid perspective, just from a clout and everything else. I don't know. I think it's too holistic. Uh, I loved the line movement. Like to me, it's like all the money in the world is on michigan here and and anybody else who is like oh penn state's at home michigan's got all this stuff going on like i'll I'll get over a field goal the the wider point the wider point about penn state just loses these games but i can't see it being within a field goal it's man i don't even know if i'm gonna touch it it's a tough one it's interesting that you guys like this game better than anyone on any other game on the board it's a tough board but yeah four and a half i think it's gonna be a three-point game why not uh all right, uh, Rayman, we can do your next pick on the board. I'm I'm stunned by this. You're picking against the Colorado <laughs> Buffaloes. You're taking Arizona minus ten and a half at Colorado. Keep making money. The only one I lost was that Nebraska game when I was betting against Colorado. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, this isn't really so much as a bet against Colorado as it's a bet for Arizona. It's time to reckon with the fact that that's just a very good football good. team. Their last. Their last five games, and I'm going to include all five, not just the last three wins, because I think the two losses are actually very impressive here. Seven-point loss to Washington when everyone thought Arizona was a trash football team. Turns out, I think that that was a very real seven-point loss, and that's that's fine against Washington. Two-point loss on the road at USC. I know USC is kind of in the dumps, but that's a fine loss too. And then they what did they do? They did 44-6 to six win at Washington State, 27-24 point win against the Beeb, 27-10 win against UCLA. All three of those teams were ranked when Arizona played them. Arizona is absolutely demolishing teams, and now they're going to play a really bad Colorado team with a terrible defense that is 1-5 in the pack on a 1 p.m. kick, and I don't think the people are coming out to the Boulder Stadium with as much juice as they were at the beginning of the year. The hype is gone. Colorado's in shambles. They're in disarray. Dion just stripped the play calling away from Sean Lewis when the offense was really the only weird. thing working for Colorado. Weird move. There's something going on in the locker room there. I don't think it's working. Uh, I think Colorado's going to lose out and be a four-win team, which is crazy to think about from the start of the season. Arizona quarterback Noah Fafita, absolute stud, absolute stud. He's going to feast this week. It's interesting because Delora is very good too. Arizona, yeah, but Fafita took the job. Yeah, Jet. uh, I've I've been on Arizona for a bit. Jetfish. Yeah, uh, you were on him earlier. He's uh, I he's sort of uh, he's is he got a little Lance Leifold 
in, the, a, in terms of... Might. My little juice. They're the 2024 Big 12 favorites right now. <laughs> you, you know who's not getting the Auburn job? Dion. <laughs> That's done. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting line because I, I, no matter like what is going on with Colorado, because like, I think we know that they're a little bit outclassed every weekend, um, they, they play hard. Like even, even though the, you know the defense is outmatched week to no, week. No, like, Shador plays they, hard. They keep the games close. I know the line, the One offensive player. line is getting decimated. Um, but like you got that talent with Shador. You, you have like a defense, I think, that fights a little bit. So I don't know. Ten and a half seems like a lot. But like, yes, Arizona is the much better football team here. Yeah, I actually so I, I I had this on my board since this morning, and I bet it at minus eight and a half, and I absolutely loved it. And then thirty it's minutes gone. before I submitted the picks to Joe, it was at ten and a half. I was like, "Fuck!" It's gone. Oh wait, this shit's going to be a blowout. Yeah. I'm I was so good with that movement. So yeah, I, I absolutely love this pick. I almost bumped it up to my rubber after seeing that. Well, uh. I think it's I think it's fine, but like yeah, it, it's just like man, I don't know. Well, I don't know. okay, they, yeah, you don't know because you still have early Colorado in your brain, man. They're terrible. Yeah, well, they covered last weekend. They can like they can just like, put up points, and anytime close, like, like anytime a team that can score is getting points at home, it makes you nervous. No matter how like they're, anytime they're much a team better that, than the team they're playing. The game's close. They're they're That's fair. they're much worse than the team they're playing. Game's close. <laughs> like, uh, I think other than the Oregon game, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, okay, Capper, your next pick. This is one I really like actually because it just stinks to high heaven. UCF plus two and a half at home against OSU. I love UCF at home. Oklahoma State's clearly very good, but what a letdown spot. What a clear letdown spot. Yeah, I mean, I think Oklahoma State's playing a little bit above what they've what they put on paper um, to me, and I, I think this line being at two and a half kind of tells you you have to be on UCF at home. Um, I like you're coming off a huge win in the last Bedlam game. Um, There's still obviously like the Big Twelve Championship game to play for for Oklahoma State, but like, yep, I, like. I know Oklahoma State is good, but, like, are they that good? Are they as good as they've played the last four or five weeks? And is US, UCF as bad as they've played in spots the last four or five weeks? Um, I Like, this line to me tells you they're not, and this line to me tells you Oklahoma State is not as good um, as that win might indicate from last weekend because, like, Oklahoma's scuffling. Um, it's a huge rivalry game. I know, I know the rushing attack is so good, um, but like UCF, I think can score here. I think they, I think they win this game. Like I think they, this is their, I don't know, plant the flag moment the, or whatever for the program in the Big the Twelve. Thing, like they're just like, like they're they're feisty. They're, like they keep they games can, close at home. They, like they have an explosive offense, but fuck, dude, they just turn the ball over constantly. Yeah. Uh, I I guess West I, man I was heavy on the minus seven against West Virginia when they got they got completely blown out they got the shit kicked out of them at home by West Virginia and it was because they just turned it over an insane amount of times. I mean it's astounding. Uh, Oklahoma State is first like tied for first in the Big Twelve. Like obviously they had the rough start to the season, but like they're fifty first in FEI. 
A totally different team. Um, different team. Yes and no. Like I think there's still some of that part of part of their team in there. Like I, I think it's just they a, are a one dimensional offense. It all goes through the running back. So if the running back gets injured, and I, I think that actually that's why he wasn't playing at the beginning of the season or wasn't starting anyways. So if he goes out, Oklahoma State will turn back into a pumpkin. But it's a good football team. Good and well coached and. Dude, not well coached because they weren't starting. They they weren't starting the potential Heisman winner. I respect Mike Gundy, but like, man, I don't know that guy. He's focused on all the wrong things right now. You want to know? You want to know who must be having some kind of year? Uh, Fucking Spencer Sanders, the backup quarterback at Ole Miss. Yeah, Ollie Gordon. So I'm I'm checking this real quick. Ollie is a dog. Not. I'm not crazy here. Ollie is a dog. Ollie's great. Very he, good I think he leads the player. nation in I think he leads the nation in rushing. He didn't even start the year. He wasn't even the starter for the first three games. That's what I'm saying. That's why it was two different teams. Because he didn't start until so he did start. He played every game in October. He did oh. not play the games in uh September. It was not even start. Like- so the two losses, he did not start. He did not start against U.S. Uh, University of Southern Alabama. He did not start against Iowa State. They both lost those games. He started every game since, and they've won every game since. Tail well, two mean, seasons. Also, Alabama difference has maker. Been, been a bit, bit a big difference maker for them. Uh, I don't know. They're they're a good team. They seem what, like they. Why is the line two and a half then? He's actually the Heisman. How good are he should be the Heisman? How good are they if the line's two and a half against a four and five UCF team? Well, no, it's a one man show. I think I don't. I, no, I don't. I don't, I don't hate the pick. I don't hate the pick. I don't like saying, "Hey, their FEI is only in the mid fifties because it ignores why there's been a change. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Got into the soft go. Big Twelve. Don't hate the pick. Next on the, the next on the docket, Rain Man, a real nasty pick here. Uh, yeah, Minnesota, this one's gross. I'm Minnesota sorry. Minnesota plus one at Purdue. Keep it brief. <laughs> all right, I'll go real quick. Uh, Purdue's got no juice. They're trotting out the corpse of Hudson Card. Remember him? I know you two do. Oh my God. Uh, Purdue's ranked 111th in points, 109th in points against. That's trash. Minnesota is 5-0 and when allowing fewer than 200 passing yards and 0-4 when allowing more than 200 passing yards. Well, guess what? Hudson Card's last three games, 126, 100, and 144. That means Minnesota wins the game. They got the plus one. That means a cover. This is your. Is that this, short enough for you? This is your reckoning week. Okay. All right, Cap. What? Okay. Okay. A, okay. I back you know, Purdue. I'm Capper. How dare you uh, take, bet against Purdue at home? Ray, what a, what I a think, wagon! I think Rayman is gonna explode like Mount St. Helens in reaction to this next pick. So I'm excited to get to it. <laughs> Capper, you're taking a good or bad way. You're taking Texas minus ten at TCU. Oh. In a night spot in Fort. Oh. The last Texas oh. TCU game, maybe, maybe ever. <laughs> I don't. I don't respect the Horn Frogs. Not All one. Right. Not one iota. Despicable, despicable football team. So bad this year. Um, and I think Texas dominates them. I think they can run all over them. Um, I think the defensive line will dominate the TCU offensive line. I think they get a ton of pressure. 
Um, and I think they just run away with this game. Like they've got last year in their minds, they've got a big 12 championship. They've got to put some little pizzazz on their wins, um, going into, uh, the end of the season here. And I think no, they, don't. Just, they just need to win games, just a better football team than, than what they're going to be lining up against this weekend. Talent wise, um, coaching wise, I think, I think they just dominate these guys. Like I think TCU's trash, um, and I don't respect them. And I don't. I love. You've Malik already Murphy. said that. I love Malik Murphy. Um, I know he's only completing fifty-five percent of his passes so far in two starts. Um, I think the fans and and um, pundits who are it's not it's not about TCU for though. Arch Manning to be playing in these games with Quinn Ewers out or. Um, don't, they're not. Don't know there's ball. not even that big it's of a screen. This is a false narrative because Arch is. Who needs him? We don't. All right. So he, here's my problem in, in the games Malik has played, uh, or the games Texas played recently. They have been dominant. Other than BYU, where they didn't have to do much, they've been dominant in the first half. They went up 21-0 against Houston. Almost shot the bed. Almost lost the game. One by seven. They were up 17-0 against K State. Second half, almost shot the bed, went to overtime, almost lost the game on a fourth and four that their defense stepped up. And there is no reason to think Texas won't do the same thing on the road at TCU. They're going to go up early. They're going to be feeling really good about this bet, and they're going to shit the bed, and it's going to end up being a one-score game. Take Texas first half, take TCU to cover. I think the difference, I think the difference this weekend is like K-State matches up pretty well with the Texas team. Uh, K-State's a better team than TCU, no doubt. And I think this weekend you have the opportunity to get out in front, um, put together like a very easy um, first quarter, first half for Malik, and then just like just let Brooks run all over this TCU defense. Because like, I, I, like they haven't proven to anybody that they can stop Didn't, the run. It hasn't worked against K-State or Houston. But like – they were still they were still putting Malik in those spots that like hey you know like go out and like just sure suffocate him but like I don't think they have to this weekend I think you just like keep handing the ball off um, let Brooks pick was, up four five six yards a pop and like drain the clock you just like you're running out with the, uh, running out of the stadium with this game like I, I Malik TC was horrible I would say like Malik does he reminded me a lot of like. He reminded me a lot of sort of Joe Milton in terms of just like a big arm, but Monster. not, but not, not a, a great quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He, there's a lot of aspects of just like the quarterback position, like a lot of overthrows, and then a few just like there are a couple just like fuck man. He he threw I really think, bad interceptions, really bad interceptions, and a few things that should have been interceptions that were not. Uh, yeah, he got that's. Uh, I will say for the Texas perspective, having watched their all their games, this is a, like they're winning games they would lose in the Tom Herman era, which you can for better That's or true. worse. Uh, That's true. So there's something there. I don't think you can take Texas in this spot at TCU just to, just because of the same unknown like Houston thing. They're getting. Every team's best shot, and they aren't going to get any favors from Big 12 referees this year. So I just think no that's it's, I won't, it's a night I won't game. I won't be getting a fine from the Big 12 office. It's no a, I, you aren't doing the horns down. Don't worry, buddy. No comment. Uh, but, yeah. Okay. Well, I think so. So one, once again, split. 
Uh, Rain Man, we can go to your last pick. You're taking a lot of... This is your second big road favorite you're taking. Oklahoma minus 13. At no, they're West at home. They're at oh, home. they're one... They're, I, 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 yeah, I, I typoed that in my notes. Oh, they're at home? Would okay. not do this on the road. That'd be insane. That would have... Okay, that's very different. <laughs> that's very, very different. Uh, okay. Oklahoma yeah, minus so 13 Oklahoma, at home against West Virginia. Yeah. yeah, they've lost two straight games. Uh, both of those have been on the road. Both games that they could have won if they had made a few more plays. Uh, both close. Like honestly, they outplayed Oklahoma State last week, but it, it, Oklahoma State winning was still fine. But this week they get their best defensive player back, linebacker Danny Stutzman. I think that that's going to be able to make the difference. OU is going to get some stops. They're going to get some momentum, and I think they'll be able to pull away. The key here is Oklahoma has had six turnovers in the last two weeks. Those two weeks were on the road. They're going to return home. They're going to settle. That's going to normalize. OU's going to bounce back. The line stinks a little bit. I think this ends up being a route, and so OU will cover the 13. Uh, I mean. Maybe. Don't care about it. <laughs> two trash teams. I, it's hard to say, but also this is a spot where, like, Oklahoma will blow the How little I respect them. It's very little. Uh, it would. I guess does Oklahoma even have a West Virginia? Action? Good, D- good, good win for Penn State. Does West? I guess does Oklahoma really have a path to the Big Twelve championship at this point? No. Or is it going to be? Uh, it, yeah, if, if Oak State loses to UCF, they, they need a Texas loss. Right, Oak State loses to UCF. They have two. Two Big Twelve losses, so they Oklahoma State. The I don't tied. I think Oklahoma State has tied. one Big Twelve loss. Right, I'm saying Oklahoma a Texas lo- the tiebreaker. Yeah, right. a Texas, Texas loss, loss would do it. Wow, when we when when we get into like math or stuff like that, it's a real nightmare here. <laughs> we uh, don't want to do tiebreakers yet. It's yeah, we don't. Week Let's 11. not do that. I I just went cross-eyed. Let's go. There's, there's too many. There's too many games left. Capper, you got uh your last pick. Another one that I find intriguing. And and similar to the Colorado spot, I get nervous about you giving away this many points to a good offense, but you're taking Oregon minus 15 at home against a broken USC team. I, I think love it. Say, I yeah. love this pick. I mean, this, this one is like, it's like the Georgia lines we've seen where they start to creep them up a little bit, and you're like, ah, this is a respectable team they're playing. Like, this is too many points for this respectable team they're playing. Like, it's not. It's fifty. This line is fifteen points for a reason. Like everybody knows USC, everybody knows Caleb Williams, everybody knows how many points they can score. But like this Oregon football team is very possibly the best team in in the country, in my opinion. They could be. Um, they could be. Just a super efficient offense with Bo Nix, uh, the rushing attack, and a dominant defense at times. And I think um, that is. Uh, to me, that's the separator because, like, I think this Oregon offense will score at will against this USC defense that lost their defensive coordinator, can't tackle, couldn't tackle me probably um, with a microphone in my hand. Um, and I, <laughs> that I think, would make the difference. I think Oregon just goes up and down the field on them. So, like, can USC score every possession? No, they can't because the Oregon no, defense I'll is I'll be this. Um, and it is a team that like, I think has, we've talked about it before, like a high chance of 
of a give up here, like a, a high chance of a quit here. So, um, you know, you like, I, I think this is one where you like, you circle it. Vegas knows exactly what they're doing, setting this line at 15, thinking, Hey, I, I, I can get USC getting two touchdowns here and they can score 40 points, but like they might give up 70 here. Like to me, like this is, um, this is just the best team in the country or one of the best teams in the country. And, and to me, it's, I, when you make it this big, you have to take Oregon. I can't argue. I can't. And a Bo Nix possible Heisman game here. Why not? He Bo Bo Nix is might be the favorite. Why not Bo Nix? Why not? Eight percent completion uh, the thing percentage. Is like, you say why not? Twenty-five touchdowns to two interceptions. Are you not? Sick are you not waiting? Are you not waiting? Believe. Are you not? Believe, Joe. Are you, are you not waiting for the other shoe to drop? That's I've watched a decent amount of Bo Nix football. Are you but not, he's at is Bo Nix at home. Do you think there won't be one? Bo Nix at home with Oregon. Yeah, Oregon Bo Nix, of course, a different beast, but different player. Jesus Christ, this guy's been playing college football so long, guys. It's. I mean, it is just. Like, he's a grown ass man. It's 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 a pretty unbelievable. Oregon team that that uh, Coach Lanning has rolling up there like this is they they're on a steamroll to the Pac-12 championship and like I, I don't think anybody wants to play them like they're gonna be a really no. really fun addition to the Big Ten they're gonna stir the <laughs> yes. pot a little bit well just well there'll be so much been, like more athletic and fast the conference than the has been 10. so dominant Stale. at the very least they seem like analogous to like Penn State West, right? Where they'll not necessarily be right at the level of Ohio State necessarily. But, but next tier two. Yeah. yeah. And that was so necessary in a league where, especially with Wisconsin seeming so mid, uh, if Wisconsin's not good, like, man, the Big Ten really lacks punch. If there's, the, yep. yeah. Uh, they just. But, so the Vegas look ahead line, if Oregon plays Washington in Vegas. Is currently at minus six and a half for Oregon. Interesting. I'm not surprised by that. Actually, yeah, I buy that. All right. No, it's not. Uh, I'll be on Oregon. Well, okay. We we got our picks. Let's review them. Rayman, give me yours. Penn State plus four and a half versus Michigan. Arizona minus ten and a half at Colorado. Minnesota plus one at Purdue. Oklahoma minus thirteen versus West Virginia. Capper. Uh, Michigan minus four and a half at Penn State, big rubber. UCF plus two and a half versus Oklahoma State. Texas minus 10 at TCU. Oregon minus 15 versus USC. All right. I I messaged you like, this is despicable. This work is despicable this week, but like, I don't care. I don't care. We're back. I know you don't care. If you cared, you you try to do better. Uh, (laughs) But. You know what? I'm. You know what? I've been too mean to you. I'm sorry. Uh, We're trying. <laughs> you're gonna. But, but like, this maybe is not your enough. week. That's fair. This is your week, Kaffer. This is your week. No, I've earned uh, it. I've earned it. It's fine. But you know what? The, these are some great picks. But we got some real goodies coming up in the squeeze picks. I'm excited about it. You fellas ready? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! All right, here are the squeeze picks.
picks. For anyone who wants to just squeeze out a little extra action on your college football Saturday. We are back with our King of the Hill contest. We have a new challenger enters the arena. And that challenger, of course, is an old challenger who has previously entered the arena and exited. <laughs> and uh, I'm, talking, I'm talking about the man in the sky, the aviator. He's back. Let's listen. Let's listen to his pick this week. Yo, it's your boy, the aviator, coming through live from the cockpit. I usually show up early in the season, but I showed up late this year. I brought the Wiz in. I let him take my spot. He bet the house. He lost the house. Now he's in my backyard sleeping in a tent. That's neither here nor there. I got to get back <laughs> to the pick. I don't want to make this pick. It hurts me inside. For many reasons. Let me make a list. They low down. They dirty. They some snitches. I hate their colors. I hate their stadium. Looks like a damn garbage truck workers convention. I hate their quarterbacks. And most importantly... They some sore ass losers because they ain't Texas. Pack your dockers, pack your puffer jackets, slap on those Jordan logos, put on the Ray Bans with the camera inside. We go in Michigan, <laughs> minus 4.5. Oh, Beating oh. the Lions on the road. Let's get money. Let's go. Unreal. That doesn't surprise oh, me at Aviator all. on the Tragedy. game of the week. <laughs> You know, one thing our pickers hate is when the king of the hill sides with their pick. It's I thought just, he was going TCU. It made me feel so good. If there, I also thought he was going TCU. If there's one thing that ever gives us confidence, it's the fact that we do this segment regularly, bring on guests, and they usually lose very quickly. They're usually. Uh, but hey, maybe he'll be flying. Good high luck, in the Aviator. Sky. Good luck, Capper. And if you want to be flying high. As a very wealthy person, you know what you're gonna want to bet this fucking four teamer is gonna melt your fucking faces off. That's right. If you bet the four teamer last week, it didn't hit. Don't worry about it. But this week, I'm feeling pretty, pretty good about it. And we're starting off with uh, Georgia Tech plus 14 at Clemson noon spot. Clemson, of course, coming off their their huge win over Notre Dame, <laughs> like a very By average Notre Dame team that, the they, that they treated like a national championship. And now they're playing against a Georgia Tech team that's like kind of balling. Like feisty. they've been playing they've been playing pretty well. They're clearly feisty. They have a shot to make the ACC championship. Yeah, the the 14 points seems it feels like an overreaction to Clemson last week looking like good. And I, I just think even if Clemson plays well, Georgia Tech can still keep it within two scores. The next pick, which I really like, and I thought one of you might be on it, but it's a I'm taking uh, Georgia minus ten and a half versus Ole Miss. I was close at home. You're giving me a night game in Athens, and Ole Miss is public. Like, granted, yes, uh, hotty toddy, they're eight and one, but of their five SEC wins, four were by one possession, and they only scored ten at Bama. So I just can't, yeah, they, they put up points against Aggie last week at home, but I just think a night game at Georgia, who's looked very good. This is an alt line spot, potentially. They might beat the shit out of them. The next one, um, I also really like this pick. I'm taking Mizzou plus one and a half at home against Tennessee. Uh, they're both seven and two teams, which is somewhat surprising here, but I just think Mizzou is the better both team. Both bad. Uh, I think Mizzou's fine. 
Uh, yeah, fine. They have a good. They have a good defense, and most of all, there's really been no reason for me to trust Tennessee on the road this year. They just haven't performed well uh, away from Nayland. So give me Mizzou at home, and the last pick. I'm gonna take Washington minus nine and a half at home against Utah. I I almost love I love betting Utah away from home more than I love betting them at home. When they're away from home, they're a different team, and when they're a different team, they're pretty bad. They've got they've gotten the shit kicked out of them at times. I think uh, Washington will be able to score, and Utah will not be able to score nearly as much. Even though Washington's played close games. I'm I'm good with the pick. I still I think I think I'm leaning their way to win by at least ten here. So that's my fourteen right this week. Georgia Tech plus fourteen at Clemson. Uh UGA minus ten and a half versus Ole Miss. Uh Mizzou plus one and a half versus Tennessee. And those Washington Huskies minus nine and a half versus Utah. Rice, How we feel? Rice Eccles guy. I think Tennessee's gonna win. Yeah. Uh, I think that's your that's your that's the one that does you in here. I could also see Ole Miss keeping it close. I could also see them getting blown out. Uh, that one's a tricky one. Yeah. So we'll see. The, the other picks are like the Mizzou line makes no sense, right? Like, why are they dogs? It doesn't. I think it's all, like well, you're I giving just, them points, and they're at home. They're preseason projections like yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, part of me more. is like they're both ranked teams. Tennessee is such a bit a better is just such a better Big sounding brand. program. Yeah, it's just a brand, I right? That that one like startled me when I saw it cuz I yeah. would have expected the opposite like Mizzou to be a short home dog. But uh they are I, a short I do home think dog. I I'm sorry, short home favorite. Yeah. Um, I, I do think Mizzou is better than them, so they should win this game. But, like, why is that line one and a half? I think because they're just evenly – I think it's honestly, like, just like a pick them, essentially. That's what yeah. it would seem like because they're both seven and two. They both – I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to bet it. And then uh, <laughs> we got a real treat here. Another appearance from the one and only – the one and only – babbler and an even better treat fellas it's coming in at only a minute 30 uh very concise message he's getting he's getting cocky from the babbler of course uh he is one of the florida one of the florida state fans of all time and let's hear let's hear he's got to say there's war in the middle east (laughs) shit Inflation. I mean, half the country a few years ago tried to overthrow the government. Like it's 1861, and there's fireworks over Fort Sumter. But rest assured, my good capper, Joe Public, and the coward they call Rain Man. The Knolls are 9-0. and I believe I hit a cover so last we, week betting against we the Knolls. Right. The old hatred. Florida State and Miami. You know, I, I consider myself a good person, right? <laughs> you wake up and you, you, you try to do good. I'm not religious, but 
Do the right thing. Stack good days. <laughs> He's talking to himself in the mirror. But now it's not time to do well. Yes. It is not time to do good. Time to be bad. It is about hate. <laughs> Florida State, 37. Miami, 24. And that's a cover. That's, that's not a cover. 37-24, I, I guess Miami would cover. The line's 14 and a half. Wasn't it 11? Oh, Jesus. It's 14 and a half? Yeah, it's 14 and a half. Oh, wow. I bet Babbler didn't realize that. No, he definitely didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Or it was 13 when he sent this. So so that means if uh, Miami covers, do we bring the Babbler back? Or I don't even know. I think so. I don't think the Babbler is on the King of the Hill circuit. He's kind of his own deal. Just blowing in the wind. Whatever he wants. If Florida State keeps winning, he might pop in every week. Just like a <laughs> fucked up degenerate Mary Poppins whenever we need him. <laughs> if, if Florida State makes the natty, the babbler comes on as a co-host. I don't yeah, know about I'm that. that I, don't, I don't know about that, fellas. I don't gladly, know if he'll be in a state for that. <laughs> I'd gladly see the seat. Cappers <laughs> <laughs> are begging for this moment has for someone. No Send one me can... to the wall. We all know the contract. No one can take our seat unless they murder us. It's like Highlander. That's how. The... <laughs> Florida That's State's twelve and now. Yeah. I don't want to. T- <laughs> <laughs> little John, little John Snow, little John Snow reference thrown in there at the end of the pod, huh? Timely. <laughs>